0: summer camp
1: welcome everyone to this one time at summer camp the greatest podcast you'll listen to probably on this tuesday or whatever day it is you're listening (laughs) i'm one of your hosts jeff thompson i'm here with my co-host i got aaron
0: Uh, i was hoping
1: you'd say me first no i don't want to say you first and i got john
0: what she said first hey everybody
1: (laughs) and we have a special guest This week, we have Logan Gooch. Yeah, yeah, Logan. We've talked about Logan before on the podcast a few times, and we're excited to have him here this week. Uh, Logan, why don't you share a little bit about yourself, uh, kind of your camp history, where you're at now, just whatever you want to share.
2: Yeah. Uh, So I grew up in Minnesota, kind of going to camps all over the place there. Uh, Went to Pathways at Camp Emmaus, uh, and then... Oh my goodness, where else did I go? I went to a wilderness canoe base uh, for a year, um, Luther Crest for several years as well. So kind of all over the place uh, as a camper. Uh, and then right before my senior year, went out to this little camp in North Dakota called Camp Mitagoshi. Uh Whoa. Fell in love with it and uh, said as I left that year, that's where I'm going to work. Uh, and absolutely fell in love with it. Went there the next summer as a junior counselor uh, which was my first of seven summers there. Uh, as a counselor for a couple of years, I uh, was a program coordinator, um, did our maintenance for a year, and then uh, did about three years as program director there. Um, so it's kind of my camp history. Uh, moved right. down to Sioux Falls uh, to be closer to family a few years back here, uh, and uh, now work for the city of Sioux Falls uh, as a police officer.
3: Oh, he's a cop. All right. <laughs> yeah.
0: Straighten up, Jeff.
3: Oh, man. <laughs>
1: Does that mean we can't so, talk about cocaine bears on this episode?
3: Oh, no, we can. We he can. Says, it's not
0: within his jurisdiction. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool.
3: <laughs> so, Logan, I, I remember asking you uh, a couple years ago, but just to verify, is it true? Do all cops love donuts?
2: Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm preoccupationally disposed to like donuts. <laughs> that's, that's for <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: Oh, uh, that's the best answer to a question I've ever heard.
3: <laughs> um, and and I we were very excited. We actually just got uh Logan to agree to be a guest like just the, the day prior to this. <clears throat> and he he was very excited. We were pumped that this is going to work out. And I was like you should probably listen to a couple of podcast episodes. <laughs> <laughs> And he sent me a Snapchat of him listening of when we were like, guys, I don't think Logan listens. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, finally. That's
2: great. That
1: was good. That was uh, well-timed.
2: <laughs> dude, dude, I, yeah, I'd be remiss if I didn't catch up before uh, joining you guys on the show. I'd watch a couple, but or listen to a couple, but uh, needed to catch up, so last night I... Uh, did a lot less work and a lot more listening to podcasts.
0: <laughs> and that's what everybody else should do as well. Yeah, so. less work, more sure. podcast. Less work, more this one time at summer camp. That's amazing. I agree.
1: <laughs> nice. Um, well, yeah, we. I'm gonna ask a good get to know you question, and actually, um, once I ask it, I'll explain why I asked it and how I thought of this. So, I want to know uh, what is if you can think back to a time. When you had the best breakfast ever, like what oh, was it? Uh, in, in whatever okay. detail you want to give it. Um, so I'm Jeff Thompson. I'm the current program director at Lutherdale in Wisconsin. Also worked at Sugar Creek in Wisconsin. And the reason I asked this question is uh, Logan has a answer. background picture of the last time the four of us were together in Colorado. Oh,
0: and it's from goodness. the morning
1: where we went and got breakfast in town and uh, Breckenridge, Colorado. It was this little uh-huh. like hole in the wall place, coffee shop, breakfast place. And I don't even remember what it had. It was like a bagel, egg sandwich, something. But Somebody was... got bagels. and Someone got what? Bagels
0: and locks. That was totally me. Yeah. I remember being got. on the menu. I thought it was yeah.
1: disgusting. I did yeah, not. Me too. That was, that was so good. But it was like a little just bagel sandwich, but it was, I swear the best breakfast I've ever had. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was just so tasty and just this hole in the wall place. It was like egg and maybe ham, maybe cheese. I don't really know. Is on an everything bagel.
3: I, I think the other reason that breakfast was so good though was we had been eating really terrible breakfast oh, yeah. for two mornings oh, in a row, god. like like <laughs> really, really stale breakfast burritos with like oh, day old right. eggs in them. A, oh, like it's one of those like I think just in comparison, you're like oh god, this is a king's feast. But it was also
1: like we got out of our, the resort we were in and we like walked downtown it was like fresh mountain air like everything about it it was just like oh I uh, think about that breakfast often like it's surprising how often I think about it and I'll actually make everything bagel breakfast sandwiches at my house because it reminds me of that so that is my favorite breakfast of all time
0: I think that was also absolutely the last time that any of us were together in one place like there's uh, uh, two other people there grant and ian oh yeah and that pic- that's the last time we were all yeah. pictured together at an lom event and yep, since yeah. then um that was, the, that was the crew man yeah only only one of those people still work at oh wow a bible camp. oh right now. that's weird that's, that is crazy isn't that wild it's crazy oh my goodness oh, wow. don't worry i'll make my way back we'll get a picture someday yeah uh, all right who wants to going go next John,
3: John, john's gonna hire all of us
0: <laughs> absolutely
2: i can go uh as i said earlier my name is logan uh logan Beach. i uh, worked at metagoshi for several years uh kind of my little introduction uh as far as breakfast i love breakfast food uh i used to hate it though uh, really i had a bad experience as a child probably the one time in my life that my uh, dad was uh, forced me to eat uh, the entire meal. I ordered this like huge breakfast that had like eggs and hams and uh, hash browns and probably a muffin <laughs> or pancakes or something. And I was like five years old. And he's like, you can order it as long as you eat it all. Oh so I ate God. everything except for the eggs oh. <laughs> and no. did, not, did not eat the eggs until the very end. And... <laughs> eventually it was like he's like you're gonna you're gonna finish those and I'm like no I, I don't want them and he made me <laughs> sit there for like hours as I
0: oh.
2: like shoveled it in my mouth around oh. the bathroom and spit them out <laughs> oh, <gross. laughs> a extremely long period of time so all that to say not my entire life have I enjoyed breakfast food but uh I have recently rediscovered my love for eggs and other other food uh <laughs> And recently, I was at a, a wedding in Des Moines, and the morning of the wedding, I'm like, we want to go get something good to eat. Uh, I was with one of my college roommates, uh, and his, uh, another college buddy that was getting married. And I just Googled good places to get breakfast in Des Moines and picked the first place that popped up when we went there. And uh, we ordered, put our order in, and unbeknownst to us, the guy that was getting married walked in looking for a table. And we're like, come join us, and we just had a, a fantastic kind of uh, bonding moment uh, as we ate uh, our pancakes and eggs and hash browns and all sorts of stuff, and it was super, super good. So that'd be my favorite breakfast.
3: That's dope. Uh, I'll go. Let's see. My name is Aaron Colick I am the former program director at Briarwood in Texas and at Camp Stoney uh, in New Mexico. And... Uh, mine is like a series of breakfasts. Um, we were in a couple year a few years ago, I went with my in-laws and we did a huge family vacation uh, over in Europe where it spanned from like the, the Netherlands uh, down to uh, like Germany and Austria and Switzerland and stuff. And we're staying at hotels and stuff. And every morning... You would go down to like the breakfast thing. And I'm kind of used to like the Holiday Inn kind of breakfast, like the Continental, like powdered eggs, here's your like prepackaged cereal and things like that. These breakfasts would be like huge buffet things always, even for like the simplest hotels. And you'd have like the meat section, the cheese section. Like it's like a charcuterie plate like every morning. Nice. And I remember like I would eat till it hurt because it was so good. And then when we got to Germany, I'm not kidding. They would have like sausage and kraut at breakfast. Oh, yes. I was like, I was like, oh yeah, like I'm absolutely having brats and kraut for breakfast. This is happening. I didn't eat when I was in Germany. I literally didn't eat anything except brat and kraut platters, because like, I wanted <laughs> to find who had the best one. The answer is Germany. Germany has the best one. And so, as yes, they but, should. Oh, dude, the the breakfast was insane. And so I remember coming back home. It was, like, the next day, and I was at camp, and it, it was, like, a retreat thing, and we go to get camp food, and it's, like, it's not terrible, like, it's just, like, simple, like, eggs, pancakes, uh yeah, bacon, and I remember looking at it, and I took a picture to send to my family, I'm, like, well, this is disappointing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice. That's amazing. Hi, John. Sorry, I've, I was just thinking about having sauerkraut. <laughs> um... Ooh, so, Fun
3: pro tip for anyone who has a smoker, ooh. put your sauerkraut into a cast iron pan, throw it into your smoker, put it on 225, and let it sit in there for about an hour with your brats on top. You'll thank me later.
0: So good. I did that after you told me before. Mm. Some of the best sauerkraut I've ever had. It's amazing. Not only that, it was homemade sauerkraut like oh. I'd made just a few yeah. weeks before. Oh, um. Sweet. So breakfast, I also yeah, love breakfast Breakfast, mm-hmm. Like I That is the most important meal Of the day For me And I will Not pickle beer um, I will Spend three hours on breakfast And like No time at all With any other meal Like I'd rather go out to eat And grab a crappy hamburger somewhere Than you know have a bad breakfast i went down to visit we had him on a number of episodes ago but i went down to visit my friend tyler in salt lake and we did that same thing we said as jeff did or no logan sorry what's the best place to grab breakfast in town and there's this place called pig and a jelly jar (laughs) pig and a jelly jar (laughs) that sounds awesome (laughs) <laughs> their their logo is a pig, but like the its face is the top of a mason jar, and their body is like cylindrical, like like a mason jar. Um, <laughs> but I got I got the um, fried chicken and biscuits with Chow Chow, and I don't know if anybody's ever had Chow Chow. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of just a a mix of
3: is that when you have chocolate and powdered sugar and Chex mix. <laughs>
0: mm. <laughs> no, not so. Quite. Chow chow. Uh, I've, I've I've got it up here on my on my computer. This is a North American pickled relish. What um, I love anything pickled, and then you throw yeah. it on a freaking sandwich. I will eat it up, and then you serve it for breakfast. You've got me in heaven, um, but that was served on top of this fried chicken that was in between two buttermilk biscuits, oh. served with like this whole grain mustard sauce, right. and then a side of breakfast potatoes. My mouth is watering right now. I can't continue <laughs> talking. Like, it it was amazing. And then the two mornings that I was down there with my with my friend Tyler. We ate there twice (laughs) We ate there the first morning And then the second morning We were like we have to go back
3: Jeff this is the worst Get to know you question you've ever asked us I'm so hungry right now for breakfast (laughs) (laughs) Like it's insane I realized that like
1: Maybe eight nine episodes ago I asked what our favorite meal Of the day was as well And I think we all said
3: breakfast
0: We all said breakfast yeah (laughs) Yeah so
1: you know, I like breakfast too.
3: You're the freaking worst. <laughs> <laughs>
1: nice. Well, thank y'all. So for we're sharing. gonna pause the episode yeah.
0: here for some breakfast. Um, <laughs> we'll get back to you in a minute.
1: Breakfast at three thirty-five. <laughs> yeah. No, we're gonna turn over to Logan. You've got a camp hack for us. I'm excited. what You got.
2: Yeah. So, I actually gave this quite a bit of thought because uh, there's so much that you learn at camp, uh, and. I was trying to, like, find something that would really, like, surmise what uh, a camp staff should be, and I got drawn to uh, our top 10 wisdom phrases that we use at camp, and my fa- personal favorite one is wisdom phrase number eight, which is, schmoozing <laughs> and bird poop removal are your privileges, and I love that uh, okay. so much. <laughs> schmoozing and bird poop removal are your privileges. And I I think so much of what we do at camp is all about the attitude you bring to stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh there's times when you're doing absolutely crappy jobs, whether it be cleaning a bathhouse that some camper just shat all over, uh or you're uh cleaning out dumpsters that are like literally <laughs> making you vomit and then you look over at the uh, person you're cleaning them with and you laugh so hard you cry. Uh and I, and I I think this just sums up so much about that kind of the attitude you bring to things. It can be the worst task that you're doing. It could uh be any it could be cleaning oh, up yeah. a camper's yeah. bodily fluids and it's just disgusting as all get out, but you laugh till you cry because you bring a good attitude to it. And I think that's something that you can bring outside of camp into every everything you do. Um that you can just bring a positive attitude to it. I
3: love that. That's so good. I have a follow-up. <laughs> Two follow-ups. One, why is bird poop removal
2: a part of your job? I <laughs> <a> can't, <camp>, like... <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta keep the site beautiful. There's, I mean, bird that's poop fair. man.
1: <laughs> you get a lot of bird poop, like, in that's that's not, like, like, places dribbles. that are high traffic? <laughs>
2: yeah. Benches, picnic tables, like things that you don't want bird poop on. You... Oh, okay,
3: okay, I got you, so I got you.
0: Don't eat breakfast at <laughs> <laughs> this camp. <laughs> I wasn't going to say the name, I'll just say it. He, pace, just,
3: but... he said it like five times. where he was <laughs> Throw him under the bus. <laughs> um, And then
2: my other follow-up is, you said these are wisdom phrases? Like, what? what is yeah. this? <laughs> so we have ten wisdom phrases, each one of them. Uh, is the same number of words as the number that it is. so like oh. one is God, two is campers first, which is ironic because it's second. Uh, <laughs> third is what is it don't be dumb. Uh, Thats awesome. Uh, adventure anchor in Christ. five is is a safe situation. Uh, six is don't kid yourself it's happened before. Uh, seven is no job's done until everyone's job is done. Eight is the uh, schmoozing and bird poop removal uh, our privileges. Nine is, oh, hi, I'm Logan. How may I help you?
0: Uh,
2: <laughs> and then 10 is, uh, for every question a camper asks, you ask 10 in return. Oh, I am
3: wow. so impressed, not only with these questions, which is amazing, but that you remember them. Yeah. How many years removed from camp? <laughs> I like that to think just shows that you the impact this. of camp. I like to think you still use this as a police officer when you pull someone over. Yeah.
2: do You're be like, I have, ten bits of, I have 10 bits of wisdom for you. <laughs> so, a funny story on number eight, the bird poop removal. Uh, every year, our staff does a... Our programmatic staff takes one of the training sessions and makes a funny video out of it to do, lead the session. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the top 10 wisdom phrases are frequently done because it's easy to make funny things uh, out of. Uh, we had a Camp staff Ka- Catherine kester that literally licked up bird poop for the video, and no, it was no priceless. So no, what <laughs> real bird poop? Real bird poop. So.
1: Whoa! Did she go like bleach Whoa. her mouth out afterwards? Oh my gosh!
2: I think I may have given her the wrong person credit. I think it may have been Lexi Philbrick.
0: Either one, great people. <laughs> both of them. I don't call comments. Yeah, Yeah. both of them should call in and let us know who it was. Was it you? you?
2: Or with Rage if it was them and I don't remember properly. (laughs)
3: Logan, you need to tag them in the comments and then – what were their names, first names? Uh,
2: Catherine and Lexi.
3: Catherine and Lexi, if you could please call (laughs) 262-885-1551 and leave a voicemail explaining (laughs) that it was you or that it wasn't you and how mad you are that Logan thought it was you, that – what? Oh, I can't I believe it, I think it was you and one of you, I need you to tell me what crossed why? your mind to think why? I'm going to eat bird poop just why yeah. so once again, 262-885-1551 thank you
0: but that's also one of the wisdom phrases that you mentioned don't be dumb <laughs> <laughs> don't lick up bird poop
3: oh that's amazing uh,
1: that's good, yeah
0: that'll get you sick
1: Well, all right. Thank you for the hack. Uh, We're going to turn it right back over to you for the stories. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm excited for this.
2: So as I was saying earlier, uh, I basically caught up uh, recently on all the podcasts. And (laughs) I was like frantically trying to think of just one story uh, to share. And then with the last couple episodes, I realized "Ah, I don't have to pick just one. I can pick multiple. So (laughs) uh, I'm going to cheat and do a couple stories here. Uh, we're going to start uh, with a homesick camper, uh, and I shouldn't start by this, but I love this story in so many ways. <laughs> so uh, this camper uh, has, gosh, a trailblazer, which would be like our entering fourth and fifth grade, so a pretty young camper uh, uh, at Metagoshi that's a come on a Sunday, leave on a Wednesday uh, type program, so about a half week uh, that she's there. Pretty much all day on Monday, this camper's uh, going up to the counselor and being like, I miss my mom, I miss my mom, uh, I want to go home, I'm done with this. Um, the counselor's working with the uh, coordinator for the program, and uh, one of the suggestions that she gives is let's, let's write her a letter. And this camper <laughs> writes, the best letter that I have seen anywhere. Uh, and I'm very much including the P.S. I Hated Here uh, book, yeah, which has yes. fantastic, fantastic <laughs> letters. Uh, and this this camper writes this letter uh, back to home. I should just pull it up. I still have it saved. You still favorite. have it? That's so great. <laughs> you don't get rid of something that's great. Uh, I know I have it sta- saved as a favorite, so it should be easy to find. Oh, there it is. All right, so it reads, Mom, it's not at all what you think it was. I keep puking, and I cried so bad. Please, please, let me come home, please. I would never forgive you, and Boston is barely my friend anymore. Just please, the thing I did enjoy was going to sleep, because morning I thought I was going to see Mommy. Sad face, sad face. I'm never going to camp again your daughter, I'm not gonna say her name. Uh, then it has Logan. the daughter's name was Logan. That's the rule. Yeah. Right? yeah. Or Jeff, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> has a sad face. But here's the here's the funny part to me. And I, I again, I probably shouldn't laugh, but it's so great. So this camper writing this letter. I give her a Gatorade from the uh, canteen, and it was a red Gatorade. She spilled, <laughs> like, intentionally spilled a bunch on the bottom of the page, and then wrote real tears with a arrow to the Gatorade. <laughs>
0: Oh god! Real oh. tears.
2: That's I'm gonna stop there. How do you how do you respond with this?
0: Uh, I think you respond exactly how you did. Share it across many social medias. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh my goodness, that's, that's so good. great!
3: Real
1: tears.
0: <clears throat> so I I think a big part of that was having them write a letter home it kind of it gives them an opportunity to get their feelings down on paper um, to kind of work through what they might be going through in their mind Um, and for some kids that's that's all they might need they just needed to write a letter and even if it doesn't get sent home to mom which I mean these probably will um, just because they're fun it's it's just an opportunity for them to debrief a little bit and to let something out so i i I think I'd stop right there <laughs> just let them have that opportunity to to grow from the letter and um you know see see how the rest of their afternoon day goes
3: That's really good i would um take the letter and I would hold on i would eventually send it. But I'd hold on to it for a day. And kids don't know how the Postal Service works. So the next day <laughs> no, at lunchtime, I'd be like, your mom wrote you back. No. And I would have penned a letter, typed it so they couldn't recognize my handwriting, and say... You're horrible. And <laughs> and mail fraud. That's what he's I talking say, about, mail fraud. Um, no, there's no fraud. Um, and... <laughs> and, <laughs> and um. so uh Let's so ask the police I, officer. The letter um the letter would basically start with dear Logan. Um oh, Jeff, remember.
2: Uh, Jeff. sorry,
3: dear Jeff. Dear Jeff.
2: <laughs> yeah, come
3: on. Dear Jeff. Dear Jeff, I am I'm sorry that you don't appreciate the camp that hoped you did. However, those tears aren't red enough. Try again. <laughs> Sincerely. <laughs> <Mom>. <laughs> And I would would see how it goes from there I assume the attitude would improve But I don't know for that for sure I think
0: It also should have used um, Number three in the wisdom phrases This wasn't actually number three uh, But buck up camper Buck
1: up camper Buck it up Yeah Um, So what I would do is uh, I would send the letter home I'd, I'd Mail it because you know you want to respect the camper. Uh, but I also call the parents right away oh, and explain like, hey, uh just so you know, uh so and so is a little homesick. Uh we had them write a letter home, we sent it to you. Uh your camper is safe, they're okay, they're having fun, no matter what the letter says, and the tears aren't real. <laughs> but just kinda of like give them a little warning, because as a parent you don't be you don't want to be surprised by that. Um yeah. but then as far as like what the cabin and camper should do is I would just tell the cabin, leader like, run them ragged, like do the most upbeat, physical, active stuff you can all day long. Just <clears throat> exhaust this camper so much. Like they don't have time to cry. They don't have time to think they just pass out at night and then do it the next day and do it the next day until it's Friday. And like the week becomes a blur and they're going home.
2: Uh, so basically what I did is I did not send the letter cause I did not want to
0: see that. <laughs> Fair. Uh,
2: fair enough. I, I kept that as a prized possession in my office. Oh, absolutely.
0: Uh, <laughs> you still got it.
2: I, I, I'm sure it's still around at camp somewhere in, in a hidden place. Like, we don't, we don't put that out in the open for everyone to see. Uh, no, I mean, we deal with homesick campers from time to time, I and mean, we have a couple thousand campers throughout the year. So it's very common to have homesick campers, oh, yeah. uh, especially at a younger age. Uh, this particular camper was like, by far the worst case of homesickness that I dealt with in my seven years. Uh, So we ended up calling the parents and we're like, hey, this is what's going on. I want to just give you a heads up. And uh, from there, uh, we let them make the kind of decision together uh, and talk with them on the phone after. uh, And she decided going home was probably the best uh, thing for her well-being for that week. Uh, And so that's what we ended up doing.
1: Those are always hard. You never want to send the kid home, but you also know like it's going to make the week worse for everyone else in the cabin that they stay. It's not going to be fun.
3: Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. You got to think about the bigger picture and the, it's not, it's not worth the detriment of everyone else's week just to try to
2: salvage a situation of someone who
3: in some parts might be determined to not have a good week.
2: Yeah. Well, and the detriment to the camper that's having a bad week too. Yeah. Um, If they're intentionally, or unintentionally, uh, that <laughs> low. Like they're not going to pick up on yeah. the ministry aspect of it, anyways. Uh, yeah, and so, right. Um, yeah.
0: That's good. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Everything at camp builds upon each other. Yeah. If they stop at one point, it's hard to build build upon that.
3: hmm
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, story number two. Yeah. Number
2: two. Yeah. Uh, this one I think of often uh, as one of the funniest serious situations that I know at camp. (laughs) Uh, And and I think of it uh, in terms of the Dane Cook, the nothing fight. uh, (laughs) And how something so insignificant becomes hugely important (laughs) to a camper. Uh, So we we're in an adventure course time uh, where campers are uh, kind of in cabin groups uh, with paired with one other cabin, uh, and they're spread throughout camp at this time and uh, doing some sort of challenge course activity. During uh, this particular group's activity, uh, one of the campers found a worm, and Whoa. this worm became all he wanted to focus on. <laughs> <And> <laughs> He, again, like a fourth or fifth grade camper, uh, fourth or fifth grade boy, so this worm became his focus for this time. Well, he and another boy, we'll call this guy John for
0: totally randomness
2: uh, of names, uh, had kind of been a little bit of banter back and forth throughout the week, and John decided he wanted to touch the worm. Well, oh, yeah, he goes and <laughs> touches the worm, and then uh, the, we'll call him Jeff for lack of other name, uh, decides, no, that's my worm, gets in a full-on fight, like physical, pushing, shoving, hitting each other fight. Uh, the counselor then comes and runs to the staff building to get me. That's where I'm going to end it. Oh, my
0: goodness.
3: <laughs> Like, are they still fighting when they come to get you? Or like, they've like sat them down.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, no, I think the other counselor stepped in and like, okay, they're not physically fighting at this point, but they're still very amped.
0: Okay. So <laughs> I'm going to answer this first. You do it. What's well, your worm? Uh, with uh, First Kings. Oh, chapter three.
1: 16 to 28. What? He's got a on us. Oh, man. Man!
0: King Solomon calls for a baby to be cut in half. Um, <laughs> so that both mothers are satisfied. Obviously, that's not how the story ends. But I would say, you cut the worm in half. <laughs> and the true owner of the worm will give the whole worm to the other knowing full well that it would spare the life of the worm
3: i have a follow-up <laughs> if
0: they say okay <laughs> then you cut the worm in half and you take it fishing and you say well <laughs> now neither of you has a half a worm and i have a fish <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's the most John answer
0: Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. Wow. Uh, oh Bill. You know, that was my answer. Like that was it. So that was it. Okay.
1: Well, um, I guess I'll go a little more serious answer. Um, my philosophy is always that violence isn't tolerated and any violence at camp is like strict, like you're going home. Um, and I've, I've had to see campers home. Like one was a, trying to attack another kid with a giant stick. And I had to send them home because of it, Um, which is never fun, but like violence can't be tolerated. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'd sit down with both boys and kind of individually with another staff member with me in that camper, like talk to them, debrief it and be like, tell me what happened. Give me the whole story and just hear their side of it. Let them know that like, Hey, like you're still loved. You're still part of this community. We don't want you to think that you've done anything wrong, but you need to know that you have to be held accountable for your actions so whether one of them really instigated it or it was just the other one I don't know exactly like if both are to blame if they've been kind of going at it all week I'd probably decide in a moment but I think there'd be probably campers going home and I'd call the parents as well and explain what happened and again say the same thing they're like we want your camper to come back we want them to have a good experience here but at this point in time that's not gonna be able to happen with what just occurred Um, they need to go Mm. home and they need to kind of realize that they can't just do anything they want and get away with it. They have to have some consequence. Even as a fourth grader, they have to learn that. Um, So yeah, I'd probably go that route.
3: And I got (laughs) Doug dog joining me. puppy. (laughs) I saw your door open. I was like, what the... Um, I
0: I saw the blur, and I was thinking ghost.
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, he's going to haunt the brewery. Um, (laughs) The... I would... I I actually have a question. Is it rare to find a worm at no. Camp Logan? No, I didn't think all. so. I didn't think so. I would go and and I'm oh, sorry. And how many other people were like in their like village?
2: Uh, let's see, up to sixteen campers. 16. between the two of them, two cabins.
3: Sweet. I would go and find sixteen worms, and <laughs> and say, cool. Everybody gets a worm to diminish the value of the first worm, so that. <laughs> Eventually, he'd be like, ah, I guess my worm's not as special. And then I'd be like, cool, everyone made their worm friend. We're going to go, and I would teach them the importance of how to make a worm farm. And we'd make a science lesson out of it, of why you need a worm Thank farm. You. For good, nutritious soil for your gardening. And boom, Jeff and John have created Science Camp.
2: Way to go, Jeff. Turn it into environmental ad. Yes. Good work.
3: Yeah, do, do it <laughs> someday. The importance oh, of worms. In do. all serious though, I would probably, like, I'd have to sit down with them and tell them, like, we don't fight, blah, blah, blah. There's going to be some punishment. But I would tell John, be like, hey, so I, I'm so glad that you, like, love this worm. But this worm's definitely not happy sitting in your hand. Like, it can't eat that way. And here's how worms work. And I probably would teach a little bit and say we need to put the worm back. Like, that's a creature of God. You don't pick up the animals. Like, you don't chase bunnies here. You don't chase squirrels, chipmunks, whatever it is. Worms are the same; they're creatures of God, and so it might not be the cuddliest, but it belongs in the earth.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, uh, to oh man, I would love to hear love what that you, you did. You make Morgan. a science experiment out of it. That's so great. So
2: kind of a combination of uh Uh, what you said except for cutting the worm in half I guess
1: Uh, (laughs) going fishing uh, with it
2: darn it I sat both of them down Uh, we talked (laughs) like you said Aaron about like we don't touch nature Uh, we can leave the animals and worms where they're at Uh, and told them I'm going to call both their parents um, and kind of go from there Uh, as I called their parents one of the best parts of this story happened (laughs) so I tell the one parent and she's like so what was the fight over and i (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, they were fighting over a worm. She goes, "Oh my gosh! Like that doesn't sound like my kid at all." So it's like get to the next parent, call her. She's like, same thing. What? What was the fight over? I'm like, well, they were fighting over a worm. She goes, "Yeah, that sounds like my kid." <laughs> 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 I'm like, oh my goodness! They're um, <laughs> good. so good. We kind of went back and forth on uh, how to handle this one. We landed on. Uh, being a ministry site, and needing to give them grace uh, in this moment. Oh, yeah. uh, and so it was co- towards the end of the week. They only had a little uh, short time left, mm-hmm. uh, I think like a day left at that point. And so uh, we gave them grace, uh, told them, like, this happens again, like no questions, you're both going home uh, type, of, type of deal. Uh, but yeah. they are able to make it the rest of the week, uh, and I don't think there was any further incident. So
3: This is going to be a weird bumper sticker week. I'm not going to lie. I'm not really.
2: <laughs> To go with this i think we got it
3: yeah
1: okay <laughs> if you didn't know aaron makes a bumper sticker for all of our guests so about what we talked about in the episode he'll make you a special bumper sticker you definitely yeah. have to put it on your patrol car
0: yeah oh do. my gosh <laughs> yeah if that's
1: allowed probably not but do it anyway
3: you put it on the i like, will call the. like that you've got that laptop that's like mounted in there put it on the back of that oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. No screw that. Put it on the little uh partition window thing so all your people in the back have to see it. <laughs> it be like, what is what does bird poop and worm fighting mean?
2: Exactly what you think it means.
3: <laughs>
2: you to think oh, about,
1: gosh.
3: Oh.
2: I have uh, a third story, but I think uh for time's sake I'll have to save that for another day. Save it for You'll the be, next time, yeah. you're on. Uh, awesome.
0: awesome. Thank you, Logan. Those are great. Uh, yeah, thank you so much.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. This has just been so great. I really loved reconnecting you with you, Logan. Um Doing great things over there for the city of Sioux Falls. Mm-hmm. And I'll turn it over to Jeff.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Logan, for being on. Uh, if anyone listening wants to share a story, there are a few ways you can do that. You can... um Get a hold of us on Facebook, our page, This One Time at Summer Camp. You can email us at this number one time at summercamp at gmail.com. Or if you really want, as we've talked about a little bit before, you can call our voicemail, 262 885 1551. Leave us a message, say hello, give us a camp hack, whatever you want. Um, make sure you give us some likes, reviews, share with your friend, do all the socially stuff that you do. Thanks again, Logan. And this is us signing off. See y'all later.
2: Bye.
0: Thanks. If you got one camper with a bloody nose, one with smelly armpits and no clean clothes, then grab your and water and your Bible quotes and listen to one-time summer camp. <laughs>